Today I want to uh, share with you how the world's biggest direct response marketers scale profitably, and I want to use the big financial publishers as a case study. Now, the financial publishers, they have lots of things going right for them. I mean, one thing, they work with many of the best copywriters, so their marketing is often uh, off the charts good. They also, well, like, the Agora model is laid out in Ready, Fire, Aim by Michael Masterson. It's the pen name, Mark Ford. Um, he, they, they do a really good job of building up businesses within the bigger business and sharing resources. And those things are all helpful for scale. But when it comes down to it, they have very specific offer, me, um, offer mechanics and economics that lead to their ability to to scale like when they get something that is working when they create an offer that is working it is within these specific structures and that's what i want to zoom in on for you today noting that many of the principles even though we're talking about financial publishing many of the principles here apply kind of across the board and have parallels in industry after industry, market after market of successful direct response marketing and scaling profitably. So uh, diving into those offer mechanics and economics, really inside the, the financial publishing world, there's, there's this split between front end and back end, front end and back end. So front end is acquisition, getting new customers. And the offers are built specifically to get new customers in the door. And it, the funnels, the approach to marketing is all focused around that. And it is a specialized part of the business, right? And then there's another specialized part of the business, which is the back end, the profit maximization offers. And these are offers that are designed to get people to basically to, to get the best customers to spend the most money that they are interested in spending with this business to get the type of results that the business promises. And I think it's really important to, to split it this way because it's worth remembering that people, when they are brand new to doing business with you, they're not likely to spend a ton of money. Uh, when people are uh, when people have done business with you before and they grow to know, like, and trust you, then they are much more likely to spend a lot of money. And so this split between front end and back end offers, if you don't try to make the front end offers your source of all your profits, or you don't try to make your back end offers the way that you acquire all the customers, it will help your business be able to scale profitably and faster because, because you have everything in its right place, to borrow a lyric from Radiohead. So how do you acquire customers at scale? This is all about those, those front-end offers. And so much of it comes down to what is your acceptable cost to acquire a customer, your CAC, right? There is a cost to get a new customer. And if you are, um, if you are able to spend the most money to acquire a customer, you win. I've said that in recent episodes. I give credit to Dan Kennedy for the the language around that. But basically, if if you can spend more than your competitors in a marketplace to show up in all the advertisements in that marketplace, in all the ad spots, the media placements in that marketplace, then it's very easy to win. Um, so the question is, 
how readily, easily are you able to spend more to acquire a customer? And uh, so this may seem at odds with itself when I talk about, well, people are not willing to spend a lot of money to um, people are not willing to spend a, a, a lot of money the first time that they do business with you. Well, OK, so you have to figure out how to engineer everything, how to create the mechanics of your offers such that people will spend more maybe on the first day that they do business with you, um, but also perhaps you're willing to go negative in order to acquire a customer. So one of the you know little secrets of the industry is that a lot of the biggest acquisition offers, they're actually losing money for every customer that they acquire. They're losing money in the short term to acquire the customer now that is going to make them a lot more profits in the longer term. And so that's how these two things work together. Now, ideally, ideally, you are able to uh, spend a, a significant amount to acquire your customer. Your CAC is fairly high, but also your cart value is high. And so the closer your cart value gets to break even or better with CAC, while also being able to buy a lot of media to show up in lots of places, the, the easier it is going to be to scale. And that all comes down to customer acquisition funnels. And this is basically a front-end offer, a low-price offer. Oftentimes, it's a it's like a monthly newsletter with maybe some additional updates. Um, in the case of financial publishing, it's often bigger stocks, more familiar names, more bigger trends that people are following. And it is it's a, a lower-priced annual subscription to this newsletter. And um, then there is an upsell offer. So somebody signs up for one year to the newsletter. Um, maybe there are offers actually on the order form that are going to increase the cart value. The cart value is the total amount that they spend with you in that uh, purchase session, right? Maybe there are little upgrades. Would you like fries with that on the order form um, that or, you know, would you like two years instead of one year or whatever that that allow people to spend a little bit more on that initial decision? But then afterwards, very often there is, hey, would you, you know, that that newsletter that you've just bought into, you just bought into a year of it. Uh, would you be interested in extending your membership to three years or to five years um, or to life? And in some cases, those are sequential. You know, would you be interested in extending to three years? No. Would you be interested in extending to life? Yes. Or, uh, you know, three years to life? Uh, yes and yes. There's lots of different ways that you can structure it. I'm not telling you what specific one is going to work best right now. Right. But the point here is that there is an initial offer. There is an offer usually for more of the same that, um, that is presented to the person right after they have purchased the initial offer. And obviously not everybody's going to take that, but some segment are, you know, often it can be as much as, as 40% for a very simple, just extension of their initial subscription, uh, if not more. And then you can also make a backend offer at this point. Now we're going to talk about backend offers in a second, but if somebody is basically, Hey, just, on a spending spree with you and they're willing to keep buying, having a high ticket offer uh, after they have just 
upgraded perhaps from an annual subscription to a lifetime subscription, and then you say, well, would you like this other higher end trading service that we offer? Some percentage are gonna take that. And it's gonna make a big difference if you have somebody taking a $1,000 or $2,000 offer um, you know, the occasional buyer taking a $1,000 or $2,000 offer is going to make a significant difference to your cart value, which is going to allow you to increase your cost to acquire a customer um, comfortably in a way that allows you to buy more media, to show up earlier in media, to show up in more placements, to show up in, in more ways for more people. And then, so... Oftentimes, that entire segment of the business, acquiring customers at scale, is running at break-even or at a slight loss, okay? That's really important to understand here. Oftentimes, this entire segment of the business is not designed for profitability because you reduce your scalability when this whole segment of the business has to be profitable. When this segment of the business um, does not have to be profitable, you can basically just continue spending money to acquire customers. And every customer that you acquire is a potential future buyer of one of those backend offers. And that's when we get into how to maximize profit. So the backend offers in the case of, because we're doing a bit of a case study of financial publishers, these tend to be higher end trading services. There tend to be more frequent alerts. The, the stocks tend to be more volatile, but, um, Presumably, they're offering their subscribers opportunity for even bigger gains. That's usually the focus. The goal is to find stocks that, you know, while some of them may actually go to zero, others may go you know, 10, 20 times your money. And that's really the goal, right? And, um, and, and these are typically sold through more relationship and list marketing. That is, for all the people who signed up for free investment news and for all the people who bought the front end services, um, especially people tend to buy more services from gurus that they like, uh, public or, or editors that they like. So somebody writes a front end uh, investment newsletter and then they offer a back end service that is uh, more exclusive, focused on, on faster moving opportunities, et cetera. If somebody already likes the person's uh, front-end newsletter, they're more likely to buy the back-end newsletter, right? So it's 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 a way to get more from that person, perhaps with a, an even bigger potential payday involved. And, and this all comes down to relationship and list marketing. So once you have these people on your prospect list and on your customer list, especially on your customer list, you can continue communicating with them and providing, like doing email campaigns that provide uh, the latest opportunity that you've uncovered that uh, that is presented in a compelling way to suggest that people upgrade to this backend offer. And so as you're going, you know, ideally kind of on a 24-7 on, on a basis, right, uh, 12 months out of the year, you're looking to be adding customers through that acquisition funnel uh, through that acquisition process. And then you're running these regular campaigns, consistent campaigns designed to get some segment of your audience who knows, likes, and trusts you, who's willing to spend more with you to upgrade to one of these backend offers. And, um, you know, the other, the other way that you can do this to make it feel like you're, you're kind of even more 
in their life, right? <laughs> Even more in front of them to get more attention is through effective retargeting, uh, which is you can use your uh, your customer interactions and your your customer list in order to show up in front of them more often all over the place, not just when they are directly seeking out your business. And in all cases, those should be coordinated so that if I'm running this backend offer right now that's a limited time release of some new opportunity, new information, well, that is coordinated to the retargeting efforts to the email efforts so that they're seeing, they're suddenly seeing this offer all over the place. And this is a high level overview, right? But structurally, structurally, um, when each guru or each segment of the business, and oftentimes there's segments within segments within segments with the biggest financial publishers because there's like a parent company that shares resources and there are child companies that share um, uh, that, that operate independently from each other, but that tap into the parent company's pooled resources. And even within those child companies, there are additional brands or imprints where, um, where each of those kind of operates independently. They build their list, they have their own acquisition systems, they have their own uh, backend campaigns and they're all built around individual gurus. So uh, giving you this high level overview, I want you to understand that you can take the principles of this. Okay, how can I build a customer acquisition system that I'm able to get a lot of customers with? And then how can I build a profit maximization system that I'm able to maximize my profits with? And how can I do that within my market? And, you know, that's where you need to think about how you can use this, of course. So my call to action for you at the, at the end of this episode is don't forget to like and subscribe so you can get more content like this delivered to you. Um, ask yourself how you can use this and even leave a comment with this episode, uh, maybe about your thoughts. And if you would like to talk to me about how one of these could be built within your business and perhaps you have a, um, a significant business where it makes sense to bring in outside help in order to do this, you could book an intro call with me and we could discuss my fractional CMO and copy chief services for direct response marketers and how I might be able to help you do that. So I'm Roy Fur, this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. All the links are in the description that you need and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.